Okay, on this episode of In Harmony with Piedmont Opera, we are speaking with Will Munster. He's a business owner with AM Erectors and a music lover. is on the board of the Winston-Salem Symphony and is a generous sponsor and donor to Piedmont Opera and the Piedmont Youth Chorus. His daughter is also a member of the Piedmont Youth Chorus. Will, welcome. Thanks for being here. Good afternoon. Yeah, we we spent a little bit of time talking prior to, to hitting record and just learning your story. So uh, to tell us about first your love of music. Where did it come from? Where did it start? Gosh, it starts way back as a, as a young kid, um, marching around the living room to the bagpipes, um, I had Scottish ancestors, so listening to the bagpipes and drums and, and marching around with my with my uh, my blanket and and uh, and so it goes all the way back to 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 that. Yeah. Um, how did it materialize over the course of your childhood into doing this now as as something where you're doing it professionally or started doing it professionally how, how did it materialize and to say okay i need to get i need to get serious about this so you start as a as a kid in church singing you know away in the manger uh, at christmas time and and before you know it you're in the church choir and you're getting invited to a uh, local chorus that that was started and you get invited to join that chorus that community choir and before you know it you're singing messiah at, at in ninth grade so from messiah you you get into choir in school you get into the into the choirs in pittsburgh area where i grew up the junior mendelssohn which was a, a high school age choir that fed into the the mendelssohn choir of pittsburgh which is the symphony's chorus and uh, and you go from there yeah. So we mentioned that, that you're, you're a performer, you're on the board, you're a sponsor, um, you're, you're involved in so many different ways, and then particularly with the Piedmont Youth Course, which we're going to talk about in, in just a moment. But before we get into that, I want to ask you about your company and, and through which you, you're, a, you're a wonderful sponsor of Piedmont Opera and the Youth Chorus. Tell us about AM Erectors, and then I want to know how where where the intersection of what you do for your for your profession for your trade how that intersected with your involvement here with the opera and music so am erectors is a a subcontractor in the construction industry we put up the steel is is the way i like to okay. to say it um somebody makes the pieces we put them up and uh, my business partner, Dave Atkins, um, and of course, the M is for Munster, um, we decided that we wanted to be a, a member of the community. And the ways that we do that are sponsoring youth sports, sponsoring youth choirs in this case, uh, sponsoring the arts, because I love the arts so much, that's an easy thing for us to sponsor. And, uh, and that's really how we got involved. So it was my love of the arts plus my ability to to share some of the the the, the financial rewards mm -hmm. of having your own company um, and that's just really worked out well yeah and then you were kind of telling me a little bit about how you had to make the decision in terms of the path of you got to the point where you were technically a professional performer you were getting paid to to perform to sing but you said, okay, well, I'm, but this is still where I'm going to go with my career. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go this path and the industrial path more so than the performance path. What, what, what made you decide to, to go in the direction that you did? 
Yeah, the, the business path seemed to make a whole lot more sense. My dad was a music major in college, and he, he struggled, um, was definitely lower middle class. Um, we made ends meet. We never uh, wanted for anything, but but you could tell that it was it was a lot of work. And, and so I decided that I could do music on the side and still work on getting an engineering degree, a business degree, and being successful in the, in the business world. And so that became my, my goal and my focus. And, uh, and luckily with, with AM Erectors, I've been able to realize that. How in the world did you find the time to do that? Though? <laughs> <laughs> did I mention I have five kids? <laughs> Again, I repeat the question. How in the world did you find the time to do that? <laughs> so it's a lot of drive. Um, I got an MBA in the evening at Wake Forest um, while Whew. I was here. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of I have a wonderful support system, a great wife um, who supported me all along the way. And uh, and so it's it's been quite a journey. A lot of work. Yeah. Um, what what brought you to Winston-Salem? Was it your MBA at Wake? What brought you here? No, it was actually the job. Um, so I was working for a general contractor in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. And Lyndon Steele, a local fabricator, was supplying the steel for a school project that I was building in, in Pittsburgh. And started working with the owner of Linden Steel and, and actually both owners and, uh, and found myself interviewing and here I am 25 yeah. years ago. So. Yeah. So, so tell us, um, about your, some of the roles, maybe elaborate on some of the things we touched on at the beginning, board member, sponsor, performer, um, just, you know, tell us a little bit about your involvement now. I guess we'll, we'll jump into to the youth chorus as well, but with Piedmont Opera and the youth chorus and, and maybe elaborate on some of the things we touched on already. Yeah, so uh, the youth chorus uh, was taken over by the opera last year, and I was looking for somewhere for my daughter to sing. Uh, my daughter's a freshman this year in, in high school, and um, I just came across this youth chorus. I already knew... When I first moved down, I, I knew uh, the Piedmont Opera. I performed in, in a couple operas. I knew Jamie Albritton and, uh, and decided to pursue joining this Piedmont Youth Chorus and have absolutely loved every minute. Um, the, uh, the organization has run great. Um, we're happy to help support. I, I think it's so important getting the kids into uh, to experience what choral singing is like at other levels mm -hmm. so getting them into the concerts getting them into the opera um, on top of performing themselves so that's where i became really active in in trying to help uh, sponsor and and see the see the kids get into these experiences how does it work and, and maybe more of a general question of what is the piedmont youth chorus and um, it's been around for for longer than it's been affiliated with with the opera like you mentioned but uh tell us how it works what 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 kind what is the experience like for somebody so this year the they have three different groups they have a group for really young kids as, as young as kindergarten they've got sort of a an elementary school you know early middle school group and then a middle school, high school, late middle school, high school group. And so they've really split up those age groups. Each group meets once a week. They practice uh, their music and they get to perform uh, usually a concert in the spring, concert in the fall. This year, we've seen a lot more activities outside. We've we've sung with the Fox 8 Christmas concert at, at the Lawrence Joel Coliseum. We're sing the youth chorus is singing this Saturday at the women's basketball game. They've got a goal this year to sing uh, a national anthem each month mm, yeah. this spring, um, which Lindsay will be talking about. Lindsay's mm -hmm. been wonderful. So she's full-time dedicated to 
getting these kids out there and active and, and doing things within reason so that us parents yeah. can still handle it. How much experience does someone uh, need to have? How much uh, talent, I guess, does someone need to have to be involved? Yeah, that's that's what that's a great question because the kids can be it's brand new. You can just be brand new to singing. You don't have to have a piece prepared from memory or or know how to sing in Italian or in German or or Latin or anything like that. You can just come and and Patrick will will walk you through Happy Birthday or or any song that you may know and um it's it's an easy process to audition and it's a it's a wonderful group and Patrick takes you through and teaches the group um, how to sing better. And, and it's almost like getting a personal voice lesson, but being in a choral setting. Yeah. And, and so why, um, why is it important then you mentioned that, that your daughter's getting involved and, and she's a, she's a freshman in, in high school, but why is music education so important to, to, to young people? So I think there are, there are really two reasons. One is you want to create um, give them experiences and create a, a desire to continue to go to live performances. Um, and at the same time, you want to create the singers of the future. So you're, you're really creating both performers and concert goers of the future. Mm-hmm. So in order for the arts, whether it be opera or symphony concerts or, or any type of live performance to survive, you need to appreciate attending these events and, and, and appreciate what a live performance can provide that you can't get on the TV. We've got such great access to so many wonderful performances and, and recordings, and it's just not quite the same as a live performance. How did it, um, thinking back to your own childhood, um, how did the education and the building of those skills and experiences as a youth, how do you think that helped um, to, to get to the point where you are now? Well, I think it just allowed for the appreciation to grow. So, so mm-hmm. the more you grew as a performer, the more difficult pieces you performed, the more you enjoyed that adrenaline and that rush when you when you get to perform in front of an audience. So, as a performer, it's a completely different experience than as a as a listener, mm-hmm. and um, and it's good on both sides. But as a performer, it's it's really something special. Yeah, and maybe going back for for just a moment, you mentioned how important it was for for you and your company to support things in the community, especially things that that benefit um, the the youth of of the triad in Winston Salem. Why specifically the the, the Piedmont Youth uh, Youth Chorus? So it doesn't necessarily have to be the the youth. Um, it you know it needs to be the organization as well. Mm-hmm. But um, and it's not just the youth chorus. So we support uh, youth baseball in Clemens. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's more of a youth thing, right? So we think that it's important sponsoring the youth so that the youth have activities and can get outside and aren't just sitting there playing their Xbox or their PlayStation. Sure. You know, uh, it's important to be involved and to and to socially as well. Right. These are also social activities. And so um, that's that's why. But and it's not just youth. You know, we also support uh, uh, other things at the adult level. But but certainly youth and arts is important, like I said, to build that foundation for the future. Yeah. And if you were sitting in a, in a networking group with other local business owners, is there anything that you would add to that to, to try to encourage those others in, in their fields to sponsor youth youth events and youth activities? Yeah, I, I think the most important thing is is that we're seeing government play less of a role. So in a lot of cases, we're seeing where government funding for the arts is, is decreasing. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's important that, that private business owners step in 
and support the arts in order for the arts to continue. And so it's something in the past I think that we've taken for granted as as um, as businessmen or, or as as uh, concert goers. But it's something that's much more important now as we as we continue to see the changing landscape of of how the arts can be sustained. Sure. Tell us about some of the performances that you've been involved with recently. Cool. So I got to do the Dan Locklear Requiem um, in the fall, and that's a wonderful piece of music. Dan's a living composer Mm -hmm. uh, in residence at Wake Forest, and I didn't know any of his works, and it was an absolutely wonderful piece of music, a very moving performance. It was great to perform uh, at, at in December with Bob Moody was back in town to do the Messiah. That was great. I had never performed with Bob before. So those are a couple of my, my highlights. I got yeah. to, in terms of as, as a concert goer, um, I went up to Cleveland. They've got one of the best orchestras in the country, if not the world. Got to see Mahler's too. Mm. Um, and I was in Pittsburgh, also an excellent symphony orchestra, and got to see Mozart's Mass in C. So I'm both a, <laughs> yeah. a, a concert goer and a performer. In, in terms of whether it's concert going or if you're just relaxing and listening to something, what type of what formats of music do you typically enjoy? So that's a great question. So back in the day, we used to have cars that had five CDs in them Oh yeah, with a CD changer. And so you ask somebody, what are your five CDs? And that'll tell you a whole lot about a person. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> so my like of music can go anywhere from... Beethoven and, and the classical genre to Frank Zappa to, to NWA. And so it's just, <laughs> it's just way out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> So what, what's uh, what, what's what's an album then? What's a CD that uh, give us two or three examples of a CD that might be in that changer? Yeah, so uh, Frank Zappa's "Shake Your Booty." Okay. Um, NWA. I can't even say the title. Yep. in the public airwaves, we'd, we'd have to put the E um, we'd put the E moniker <laughs> on this one. <laughs> uh, Beethoven Seventh by the Cleveland Orchestra. Okay. Uh, George Zell, absolutely wonderful. Um, and probably uh, uh, Bernstein had a great album in the '60s of uh, of uh, overtures by Rossini sure. and um, and some some others. That was just a, a great a great CD. So. Yeah, that 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 really does an interesting give, mix. Right? It really does give a good insight to a person, and, and oh, the youth of today—if they only knew the the joys of the the CD changer, where you you put your five CDs in, and if you didn't know what order you put them in, it you, you'd hit the button to move it around, and you which album is going to pop up here when I when it starts clicking in? Uh, if they only knew, exactly. If they only knew. Now it's just you shuffle the the songs on your phone on and that's, Spotify. That's those right. are the only surprises that you get. Um, what about things outside of music uh what do you like to do in in winston kids love baseball um i loved baseball growing up so certainly active with the kids um in baseball um and and i'm I'm a pretty kid-centric dad so a lot of the stuff that that i do is is really around the kids so if they're playing baseball they're playing basketball i'm in fact i just dropped my kid off at high school on my way here so it's very kid-centric and and which is why the pyc or something like that fits in so well yeah because yeah, well, you're probably like me in the in this in the sense of this next question. I, I have three kids of my own, two that are involved in in sports right now because they're old enough. But when you're shuttling kids around to various practices and games, you eat out a lot, right? Yes. So where 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 are you stopping? Uh, where where are you trying to to go to get that 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 perfect meal if you're eating out somewhere? Ooh, that's a good one too. Um, 
certainly the I, I think this this some of the simple stuff like Carabas is a good one. Um, but that's if you have time, right? You know, it's a lot of McDonald's and a lot of Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately, yeah. What and if you had uh, all the time in the world? Where would you sit down so and get a meal? We like Fratellis, yeah. And and especially if if I'm performing at White Chapel, it's mm-hmm. become a bit of a tradition now. We'll hop over to Fratellis and grab a meal. It's it's not cheap, but it's it's absolutely wonderful food, and it usually is enough for at least two meals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. And yeah, if, if only, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get, we'll get some takeout from some of the local places whenever we can, but sometimes you just got to hit that fast food button. Cause that's, that's all you got. When, when I'm, when I'm doing back to back basketball practices and rolling home at eight o'clock and kids got to get showered in bed and all right, we're just, we're going to swing through Subway or McDonald's or whatever. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I hate, I, I never enjoy, I never like having to eat a meal that's not from a local place, but unfortunately it's just kind of the reality of the time. So, yeah. uh, Will as, as a, again, you know, I, I, I speak for, for Connie and everybody else here at the opera and just expressing the gratitude for the, the, the support that you give in so many different ways. Um, and in your company being a, a big sponsor, is there anything else that you, that you'd like to, to close with, um, for, for the listeners in terms of, um, the value of what this place brings, um, both through the youth chorus and all of its other performances that it does just, just the, the service and support and, and value that it has just to our community. Yeah. I think the arts here in Winston-Salem is, is really at a very high level. Thanks a lot to UNCSA um, and, and having such a high level mm. of, of education in town. Yeah. And Wake Forest is is right there behind it. You know, you've got two excellent universities um, cranking out some really good quality students. And so um, so we're very lucky to have that, uh, to, to have this kind of quality arts. Uh, and the opera is, is really top-notch. Uh, Jamie does a wonderful job, um, as do everybody involved this from the staging to the to the performers to um to the conductor to to the musicians mm-hmm. everything is excellent and so we really need to embrace that and appreciate that and sometimes you lose sight of that when it's right here in your backyard um but yeah go to some other places and and you'll you'll understand and how how valuable this really is yeah well thank you for helping to to share the message and for taking the time to join us and uh with all the the spare time that you have in your life because you (laughs) it's amazing i still i still think back and where did you learn the time to to craft your uh your skills as a musician but kudos to you and your family for figuring it out so (laughs) well thanks a lot adam It's it's my pleasure thanks will Okay, we're visiting with Lindsay Allen. She is the Director of Education and Outreach with Piedmont Opera. She's from Michigan, an alumna of UNC School of the Arts and Indiana Indiana University with degrees in opera performance. She has performed with numerous opera companies, including Piedmont Opera, Kansas City Lyric, Tel Aviv Opera, prior to joining... Piedmont Opera. She worked in hospitality as a Southeastern Regional Director for a concierge firm, as well as historic hotels in Kansas City, on and on and on. But she has a passion for opera, looks forward to sharing her love of music and hospitality within the Winston-Salem community. Lindsay, welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, I like to start with the question of where did your music love of music originate? Um, I'm pretty sure I was born singing. Um, I grew up with my parents playing Meatloaf and Whitney Houston for the whole neighborhood to hear. And I didn't 
play when I was little. I ran around the house singing like my life was Sound of Music. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I always loved singing, wanted to sing. Mm -hmm. Music was my life. Yeah. Still is. <laughs> okay. No, that that's good. Um, so how did it go from being somebody that just loved to sing every opportunity you had in whatever setting you had as a kid. I mean, I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that you would be in this line of work when you got older, <laughs> but, but how did it turn into something where you said, okay, this is going to be something I want to do for a long time? Um, I think the moment, I mean, if I go back to high school and my voice teacher told me, you know, you can go to school for singing, right? And I was like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about math and science anymore. <laughs> like, let's go. And um, so once I kind of found that, I mean, I went to School of the Arts. I saw um, Light in the Piazza here at Piedmont Opera. And then not long after, I saw Elixir of Love. And I wept every single night. And I was like, oh, my gosh, opera is the most beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I have to do this every single day for the rest of my life. And so I went to school for about 300 years. Um, the pandemic <laughs> happened. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm hungry. I need to make some dollars. So I um, decided to move to Raleigh. I knew, like, two people in town. And I just hustled during the pandemic and then ran back over here to Piedmont Opera. Um, and now mm -hmm. I've been here exactly a year. Yeah. And the youth course position in education came out and I did youth course growing up. And I'm like, if I'm not singing, I want to be a resource for every singer that mm -hmm. I know and get these kids really excited about music and share that with them every day. Yeah. Uh, but before I get into <clears throat> Piedmont Youth Chorus and, and your role there and, and the development of that, um, Piedmont Opera, Kansas City, Tel Aviv? Yeah. <laughs> That was um, a fellowship I got when I was in grad school. Okay. Um, I spent the summer there in 2018. Okay. And sang some magic flute and just um, explored Tel Aviv and Israel yeah. for like 30 days. And it was magical. And I can't wait to go back and yeah. learn some really cool like Hebrew words. Yes. Okay. So. Well, yeah, I was in, you look on kind of your, your resume and your history and that one stands out as a little <laughs> different. I was like, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. I mean, that had to be an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, okay. So now you're, you're back here in Winston mm -hmm. and, and you're working with Piedmont Youth Chorus. Tell us about Piedmont Youth Chorus. Sum it up for us as best you can. So the Piedmont Youth Chorus is three choirs that um, are for children's ages 5 to 18 that engages and develops youth from diverse uh, backgrounds. We just have a passion of sharing the love of singing and musicality with young kids. Mm -hmm. um, we try to do things you know, they're not just singing two concerts a year. They are out in the community singing at things like bookmarks and they have a concert at Arbor Acres coming up and they're going to be singing the national anthem for some Wake Forest games. Mm -hmm. And they also give back to the community. So last semester we went to Crossnore and this year we're going to go to Hope Winston-Salem because I want wow. the kids to see how much the community supports them as a nonprofit and how they can give back. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your role now, director of education and outreach and working specifically with the youth chorus. But how would you put into um, into words that that kind of explain kind of your impact on it, what you do with them? Um, So I guess I mostly try to find ways for us to be a resource for singers in the community, especially kids under the age of 18. The opera, you know, takes care of educating our older community, which I do help with that as well. Mm -hmm. But right now my focus is us doing these intensives. We have a voice and choral audition intensive where the kids are going to be able to find out what it's like going to school for singing. Then we do honors course prep and be a resource for the teachers as well as the singers. Okay. And so Piedmont Youth Chorus and Piedmont Opera have not always been one in the same. They've they've both existed. They've both done really well. But only recently have they kind of joined together. Why did that happen? I think the youth chorus was looking for a partnership. The Winston-Salem Youth Chorus was looking for a partnership and to collaborate with a larger company. And we took the chance because opera starts at a young age and you need to cherish that relationship. So when they were reaching out to different uh, partners in the community, it was a given that we would help take them on and support them and nurture them and help them grow. And what what immediate returns have you seen on that? What have you seen in kind of the early impact of that partnership? Yeah, so I think it was really hard because of the pandemic. You know, they had to navigate different ways of rehearsing and losing kids. And now we're in the rebuilding stages. Um, one thing that I personally have witnessed is us doing behind the scenes with the opera. The kids get to go during um, the Zitz probe rehearsal, tour the stage, actually walk on stage, see what's happening in the orchestra pit. Um, They're working, they did the Nutcracker with School of the Arts. So again, they're in the orchestra pit with musicians. And then they get to go to student night. They get to attend the operas and just feel that energy and be exposed to something totally different than, you know, the pop culture music that's happening. Yeah. Really, um, really accentuates the experience (laughs) to, to be that close to the real thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned some of the things that are happening in the community and, and whether it's wake forest games or performing at, um, Arbor acres, um, any other events? What what thing? What what should we be on the lookout for in terms of when the youth chorus will be performing? Yes, yeah, so our big concert is April 29th, okay. and that is our spring sing, and we're doing an 80s theme. Love it. So I don't want to ruin it, but you will hear a lot of 80s pop music. Um, it's it's going to be so much fun. So we yeah. try to do something more traditional in the fall and something more popular culture, musical theater in the spring. So we're really excited about that. It's just all wham, isn't it? Just the entire Basically. thing. It's just wham's catalog. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
<laughs> what are you hoping to see kind of, I, I know this is still so early on in terms of incorporating the two together, but um, as you've thought about longer term goals, where, where do you want to see the youth chorus in, in the next three years? Yeah. Um, well, next year is actually the youth chorus's 30th year. Okay. So I plan on having a full out extravaganza all next year. Mm. Um, finding ways to collaborate with other community partners. I would love if we could do something with instruments, dancers, mm -hmm. you know, full on <laughs> huge yeah. production. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, I'm excited for the kids to get back on singing in the operas. I believe their last one was in uh, Boem, which I think we did in 2018. That's bad. Somewhere around this Somewhere wall. Somewhere around this room is the dates. Um, pre my time. Uh, I see the dates, but I don't see the year. That was an older oh, one. Oh, okay. Never mind. I, it was definitely in the past. Like <laughs> It was right before the pandemic. Um, and so that was the last time they were on the opera stage. And I look forward to getting them back up there. Um, you know, I definitely want us to continue. I'm trying to do more free community concerts like at Arbor Acres and Salem Town, as well as still getting them out and volunteering. Um, this summer, we are doing our first ever Black composer um, choral camp, okay. which is going to be called Lift Every Voice and Sing. And it's a week-long intensive that we're going to do at Calvary Moravian, June 19th through the 25th. The kids are going to work on breathing and singing and work with other professionals and learn more about black composers and black art appreciation, um, as well as gaining their singing and vocal technique. Mm -hmm. um, so I hope we can also bring opera camp back, not this year, but the following year. Um, so a lot of that stuff, just yeah. continuing to get back where we were maybe even 10 years ago and finding ways to make it relevant to our lives now. Yeah. Uh, so 30th anniversary coming up. You know, it was 30 years ago with the, the 90s. The 90s <laughs> no. That's my musical genre right there. <laughs> Same. Uh, speak, okay. So speaking of musical genre, mm -hmm. um, when you're getting a chance to relax and you have a chance to listen to something that, that just puts your mind in a good place. What are you listening to? What's the genre? What's the format of music that you're listening to most often? Well, I start every day at work by listening to Beyonce's Renaissance. Every day? Every day. Okay. And that is my email time. So by the time the... <laughs> <laughs> by the time the album ends, I need to have my emails done and I can get started on like another project. So but... once it's over, you're not getting a response from Lindsay. <laughs> Until the next day. The next day. <laughs> no, <laughs> if it's an emergency, I'll pop it in. But that's my like focus, you know, 9 a.m. Just, yeah. you know, disco. Okay. Beyonce. Okay. Um, but no, I'm a big, I try to switch it up with the mood. I still listen to opera. Mm -hmm. um, I am a big band fan. Um, so, you know, the the last waltz is playing at my house all the time. So okay. um, I just love music. Yeah, so it's, sure. It's hard, to, it's hard to narrow it down to yeah. just, just one. But yeah. um, we do know that... <laughs> 
now now it's like if for for people that are listening when they when they get an email from you they can actually now have some theater of the mind and say like all of a sudden they're going to start thinking of the music that you're listening to it's like oh must be beyonce renaissance time yep. getting an email <laughs> oh she's clearly listening to alien superstar <laughs> like <laughs> That is great. Yeah. Um, all right. So from music to just other fun things in this area, what do you what do you like to do for fun? What are some things that you love about Winston Salem that when when oh, when your gosh. friends or family are, are saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm making a quick stop through Winston Salem. What should I do while I'm here?" So I'm all about like a progressive um, adventure. Okay. Where we start somewhere like we get coffee at Cranky's and then we go to lunch at, oh gosh, where do I want to take them to mm, lunch? So many choices. I know. It just, it bounces around. Let's see. If you're at Cranky's, then mm-hmm. you could head on down to the innovation quarter or you could, hmm. But see, I, I might even go all the way out to tacos down on Watown. Like, it oh, just depends wow. okay. on the whole vibe of the exploration. Yeah. But typically, I'm like, let's go here for this. Let's go here for that. Um, I'm, you know, the other day, we just walked Old Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I just like, I miss Winston. I mean, now I'm here, but I missed it for yeah. so long. And, you know, sometimes I'll just be driving down Main Street and I'm like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. that's where I bumped into so-and-so when we like went to Deliso's and had a sure. sandwich, you yeah. know, or, um, you know, I worked at Brookstown. That was my first job after undergrad. Okay. And I worked at Brookstown for a couple of years and, you know, whenever my family comes to town or when I first moved to town... You know, instead of moving into my apartment the first night, I was like, I'm going to stay at Brookstown. Like, I just need this energy back in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I love Winston. I love just the people. You can get a little bit of everything. I'm probably over at Footnote. Yeah. Three times a week. It's it's bad. I want to uh, <laughs> I, I want to quickly shout out uh, because your your idea of what to do in town is 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 great. It's like no, I'm not going to pick one thing. Like it's going to be like, you have to have something in the morning and then you have some, something mm-hmm. at lunchtime and then afternoon and dinner and evening. And, and, uh, Susan Morris, who I think everybody, almost everybody knows in this town, she, um, she helped for my company for like a team building activity, helped to put together a scavenger hunt around downtown Winston-Salem. See, that's what I would love to do. And so we went and, and all the clues were like at the, the library and the ballpark and the Brookstown and the visitor center mm-hmm. and uh, Sawtooth. And it was, it was incredible. And it was, it was, you just, you walk the whole thing. It was just this huge mm-hmm. loop that took, you know, an entire day, but it was, it was tremendous. It was a great one day experience through Winston Salem. That was fun to do with a small group of people. Yep. So, so like uh, this past weekend was my boyfriend's birthday. So we went to Single Brothers for a cocktail, mm-hmm. went to Fratelli's, and then we went all the way back to go get some Alex's cheesecake. Oh, yes. So I was like, I, we're split up, but I was like, you need a little bit of everything. Yep. We can't get dessert uh-huh. at the same place. And nope. you got to start the day with an old fashioned. It's it's a whole adventure. That's exactly the way we this past weekend, uh, dinner at <laughs> Six and Vine, and then 
Des- dessert always ends up at Alex's cheesecake. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, we we could spend another hour talking about Literally. this, which just goes to show just how how many things this this place has to offer. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so Piedmont Youth Chorus. How do people learn more? You've mentioned the events coming up. Uh, we, the the spring concert in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see them at, at some Wake Forest games performing this the Sunday. Nas- this Sunday at the women's game performing the national anthem. Um, so tell us about how people learn more. Where can they find as much information as they would like? Maybe they have a son or daughter that may <laughs> mm-hmm. be maybe a candidate for the youth chorus. Literally. Um, call me, text me, email me, beep us on the web, find me on the street. Like <laughs> anyone in the office will get you to the right spot. Okay. Um, right now the website is pretty updated. Um, there's a form for you to register for camp. And then also it has my email. Um, we also have a Google form audition sheet online. Um, but for the most part, email me at Allen. A-L-L-E-N at PiedmontOpera.org. Okay. And if you're going to see them perform at the Wake Forest women's game, you need a spot to, to grab lunch beforehand. She'll she'll have Yeah. She'll have <laughs> uh, recommendations list. there. An too. itinerary. It's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lindsay, thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us and uh, can't wait to see the performances coming up. Thank you. This has been super wonderful. Good. 